Let us just see you. And so, yeah, just keep your hand up. Just keep your hand up. If, if you are in this church, just turn to them and say, welcome by my eyes. You are welcome. Just say welcome. If, okay, if you, if you, who knows what this band is on my hand? Is there anyone from me on the train? Is there anyone? Yes, yes. Listen, if you see my son, okay, we went there about f- four days ago. He left on his bike. He's still in there somewhere. Just take him into your caravan. Give him some food. Just make sure he's okay. I know he's there. <laughs> I think he comes home to sleep there, but I'm not sure. Tag him or something. You know, um, the charismatic church has had a love, I want to say love, hate, that might be putting it the wrong way, have a difficult time dealing with the um, commercial side of Christmas. It's It's a difficult thing for the charismatic church when faith and um, economy and presence get mixed. And so sometimes there's been many churches of, that loves the Lord that refuse to have services like these because they don't want to connect with the baby in the manger, but it actually, it's actually about the presence, all right? And so the reason I'm telling you that is maybe you were dragged here and you don't like what's happening here. <laughs> So let me just start by giving a little bit of a background. This church believes that Jesus is no longer a baby in a manger. Okay. He is in the heavens with a father ruling and reigning. And when the heavenly beings see him, they say glory to the lamb. But he did come as a baby. (laughs) Which means if we look back from this place of power, there's a lot for us to learn from Jesus coming as a baby. I just wanted to say that. And it's a way for us to share the gospel around the dinner table. So let's pull in and see what the Holy Spirit has for us this morning. So I want to start Philippians 2. It says, and being found in human form, he humbled himself by becoming obedient to the point of death, even the death of a cross. Okay, he was found in human form. Jesus was born. Okay, it is, it is as human as it gets. All right, have you been there as a father seeing your children get born? Uh, it's, it's a real thing. There's, there's blood, there's screams, there, the baby comes out, the baby screams, the mom screams, you scream. And, 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 and Jesus does not come here on a cloud. He leaves <laughs> on a cloud. But he comes into this world, a baby, in human form. Think about that. We're going to think about that this morning. It's incredible incredible 100% God 100% man but he humbled himself even to the death on the cross and therefore God has highly exalted him and bestowed on him the name that is above every name that's where he is right now highly bestowed name above every name het hy homself nog verder verneerder 
tot die dood toe gehoorzaam te wees, ja, tot die kruis toe, daarom het God om ook tot die hoogste positie verhoog, that's where he is. Let's look back to that moment when Jesus was born, and, and, and let's see what the Holy Spirit has for us, because you see, there's a Christmas story, which is important, but the story has a message. And so I'm titling this morning, The Message of Christmas. Okay, we know the story, but what does it mean for us? And there's a lot of sermons we can do, but I feel something on our heart for us this morning. Tik net die ou langs jou en sê, daar is a boodskap vir jou. It's a boodskap vir jou. Selfs as jy van Gauteng afkom, daar is a boodskap vir jou. Luke chapter 2 verse 7. And she gave birth to her firstborn son and wrapped him in swaddling cloths and laid him in a manger because there was no place for them in the inn. I put the Afrikaans at the bottom. A manger of a crib we go to the next slide, looks something like this. So, so the English says she laid him in a manger. Well, what would often, often be the case in those times is people had traveling animals. All right, now we've got vehicles. So the place where you stay offers you a parking. Back then, the transport was animals. And, and what would be is like the lodge would probably have a second or a third floor, but the bottom part, which might be on pillars with some rugged doors, would be a place, it would be the parking for the animals. And so, so this manger of Heri Krip would probably have been, it's a feeding place, it's a table for animals to eat, would probably have been under the first floor of a lodging place. So Mary and Joseph and Jesus would have protection from the elements, but I mean... It's, this is not um, mediclinic. It's, it's really not. And so Jesus is born in a manger. There's a message for us there. Now you need to think about this. You are Mary and you get a word from the angel Gabriel. You're going to bear the Son of God. She says, according to your word, let it be. I've got a calling and she's ready. God, God's going to use me. He's going to work in my life, and, and I've surrendered myself to him. And, and he, now this baby grows. The word was true. And you're like, God is in this because I've got, pre I got pregnant, but I've never had sexual relations with a man. God, God is the God of miracles. He can do anything. He can do anything. Look at me, Joseph. Joseph, I swear I never met, I've never been with a man. This is the Lord. This is going to be amazing. This journey is going to be incredible. Her water broke and the birth process starts not in one of the rooms of a lodge, but in the manger. And there you get your first faith dilemma. Is God really in this? It cannot be. God, are you, are you pulling out? Are you bailing a manger? Here the other guests, 
They don't have children. They're not pregnant. They walk past houses, drop their horse. They go to their room. The mother of our God is in the manger. At what point do you say, I don't know if God's going to pull me through? What am I doing in a manger? Wat doen ek tussen die dieren? Met een kind. But that's what God chose. They put Jesus on the manger. They laid him in the feeding bucket. Which has got a lot of analogies there. But it's a place where animals comes to eat. And we will forever come and feast on the king. Amen. He would give us the bread of life. But the first thing I just want to say this morning to us, and I've got three things for us. Just like Jesus or Mary, you will often be in the manger in your life. We can go to that next slide. Sometimes you will come to a place. Can we go to that next slide? You will come to a place just like Jesus and maybe you are there this year or this morning where you will feel, how is this possible? What am I doing in this position? This is not what I planned for my family. This is not what I planned for myself. This is not how I saw things play out. What am I doing here? This is not the place where I planned to have a baby. And then the temptation will come from the enemy. Surely God has left you. You are on your own. This yay. Yet God was in it. It was his plan. He was born in a manger. So I want to encourage you this morning. If you feel that you are in this place, in a manger, connect to the Lord. If you are in a tough place, Connect to him. He has not left you. Turn your face to him. There's the story of Christmas, but here's the message. Our king, the savior of the world, was born in a manger. Now we look, and the, the world draws us into it. We look at the people around us, sometimes where they live, sometimes how their life runs, and we look at our own lives, and we think, God has left us. We're in a manger. You are not left alone. He might be nearer than what you believe. He is with you. Amen? He loves you. And some of you can go to the lunch table with joy and say, we are not left alone. He's near. He is right here. Remember him and take heart and take joy in your circumstance. And obviously the manger, it's got a, it gives the idea of poverty, but sometimes it's not, it's not that. It's, it's you feel like spiritually or emotionally you are left alone. You, you might be in a glorious room in the inn or in your life. You may be well off, but you might, you, must, you might feel like you're in a manger. In your heart, he has not left you. Draw near to him. He loves you. Call on his name. It's the message of Christmas. Because the manger is not the final destination. 
Well, let's go on. We're going to read this again. She gave birth to her firstborn. I, I was asked to be quick this morning, and I will be. And she wrapped him in swaddling clothes and laid him in a manger, in a crib. There was no place for them in the inn. So you think about the king of the world being born, the one who rules and reigns the world. And so here's what happened. When he gets born, he comes out and he tells his mother, okay, this is how things will work. I'm king of the world, and I want you to do the following for me. That's not how it works. <laughs> he gets born as a baby. And so what's the first thing that happens? What's the very first thing that happens to Jesus when he gets born as a baby? His mother picks him up. And she wraps him with linen. Why? Because that's what you do to babies when they get born. You wrap them, and you care for them, and you nurse them. What is the message for us? What is the Holy Spirit saying to us through this? If he needed to be picked up and, sw and swaddled and cared for, what about you? What about you? And here is what he has for you this morning. If it feels to you like you are overwhelmed that's all right that sounds about okay because he wants to care for you pick you up strengthen you nurse you and be with you the message of christmas is that the king of the world has come to give us a pattern of life and it's very important for you maybe you feel like you're in a manger you feel like you're out alone let me tell you what he has drawn near to care for you. To care for you. We can go, yes. You will need to be cared for in this world, just like Jesus. You will need to be cared for. And God does this often by whispers in your heart, and he does it through other people. And so some of us, we've got a calling on our lives. Pick up and care for people pick up and care for people and do it today if you've got the opportunity sometimes we feel we don't have a calling you have just as you go to the lunch table think how can i care today who needs caring like the mother of jesus did to him what a great calling so let be comforted this morning. If you feel like you're in a manger, yeah, there's nothing wrong with you. And if you feel like you need care, there's nothing wrong with you. The same was true for Jesus, our King. Let's go on. I'm going to read this, this verse again. And being found in human form... He humbled himself by becoming obedient to the point of death. It was when he took human form that Jesus was born in a manger and he needed care. But look at what happened. Therefore God has highly exalted him and bestowed on him the name that is above every name. Lastly, I want to share with you this morning that just like Jesus, 
you will forever be with the Father in heaven if you call on His name. You might be in the manger now. You might need care now and it might feel like you are overwhelmed. But the message of Christmas is we are on a journey. If we can go to that next slide. We are on a journey and will forever be with the Father in heaven just like Jesus. There is people here, there are people here this morning, I know of two, that the previous Christmas, their spouses were still sitting next to them. But this morning will be the first time that they are not next to them. Why? The one has moved to the Father. The one has stayed behind. Many of us here have said goodbye to loved ones, and, and, and it has caused trauma for us. Let me tell you what, you will not forever feel that trauma. Be filled with hope. We are on a journey and the Father will bring us home. It's the message of Christmas. He has come to make a way. Amen. You are not left alone. And so I want to read one more verse this morning. The coming of Jesus is great news, but only for those who know him. Only for those who call on his name. And so I want to encourage you with this. Everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. What do you do when you feel like you're in a manger? What do you do when you feel like you're overwhelmed? You need to be taken care of. You call on the name of a king. He will draw near to you and he will take you home. It is the message of Christmas. Let it be heard around our lunch tables, around our dinner tables. Let it be something we speak of unashamedly. The word, the, the message that this world is hungry for. Let's stand together in this place. You're welcome to stay seated. If you are senior or you need to stay seated, that's 100%. If you can, let's rise up and think of him. What I want you to do this morning is I want to think of your own life. And I want you to think of his. Try and imagine that day when he was born. And how it must have looked around them with animals and feeding bucket. And just give him glory for a moment. Just say, Jesus, I remember once again. What a humble God we serve. He got born with the poorest of man and he died the poorest man of earth, on earth when they took his clothes on the cross he had nothing to his name and he had nothing on his body so that you forever can be clothed with love and grace so that you forever can be secured in the love of a father he loves you with an everlasting love but you must call on his name and repent of all known sin. And so where you are, I just want to give us an opportunity after looking on 
and remembering the baby. Now let's envision the king. And I want to give you a moment just to bring your life again before him and repent of any sin that you can think of. Say, Lord, I just want to ask you forgiveness for this area or for this thing that happened. Just wash me again this morning. Just pray to him. Draw near to him. Now we are here, many families. But what I want us to do is to pray for those in our families that's not here with us today or those who are not with the Lord. Let's take a moment and say, Lord, I pray and by name, let's pray for our people. Ask the Holy Spirit to also touch that other person in the family. That son, that brother, that parent, bring them before the Lord. Thank you, Jesus, for this time together that we could remember your, your birth, the circumstances, and that we can take heart, Lord, that we can bring it to our lives, that we can take message out to our families this morning. Holy Spirit, fill us, empower us, give us gifts, give us boldness to share. Give us endurance to care for others. To pick up those who are weak. And also to receive if we ourselves need care. We will open our hearts for the brothers around us. Do an amazing work in our lives. And I pray that in the name of Jesus. Amen. I want us to do one more thing before we go. Can you quickly take your seat? We still have some time. I want you to turn to someone that came with you and to pray. Take someone's hand or if it's someone you don't know, if you want to pray on your own, that's fine. But take a moment to pray for your family. This is a time for family. Let's turn to someone. And let's um, two by two. Just pray for one another or for maybe a member that needs prayer. But let's pray for our families for a moment before we leave this morning.
Amen. Thank you everyone for coming this morning. We wanted to be shorter to give you time to say hi to friends and family and maybe enjoy coffee or tea together. That gives us more than enough time to spend some time together before the next service. God bless you and enjoy your time together. Amen. We are here. If you need prayer, there will be some facilitators in front to pray and care for you.